Podcasting from the Chicagoland area, this is Game On with Jackson Stewart, where we discuss men's lifestyle, focusing on sex, fitness, relationships, business, and more. We'll be interviewing the best of the best, the hot shots, and the rising stars in the worlds of modeling, fitness, cooking, and more. Influencers who are discussing keeping it sexy while at the top of their game. I'm your host, Jackson Stewart. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the game. This is Dale Valor. This is Pamela Ross. This is Trinesia. And you're listening. And you're listening to Game On with Jackson Stewart. To Game On with Jackson Stewart. Game On with Jackson Stewart. Killing them! Follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on YouTube at Game On with Jack, on the official blog www.gameonwithjack.blog and at the new store www.gameonwithjack.shop. Keep it sexy and game on. Good people, sexy people, welcome to Game On with Jackson Stewart, the podcast that discusses methods and tips for men to level up their game. I'm your host, Jackson, and in today's episode, we are going to be discussing the six greatest steps to be successful in any job, no matter you know the company, no matter the position, no matter your time there, these, st- these six steps, <laughs> these steps um, will help you out. And they're tried and tested and they work. And um, I totally stand behind using them. First and foremost, make sure that you follow Game On with Jackson Stewart on all the platforms possible. Catch me on YouTube. Uh, like and subscribe to videos, Game On with Jack. Patreon.com slash Game On with Jack. You can subscribe to Game On Guides. The blog is Game On with Jack dot blog. Twitter at Game On with Jack. And then there's the player shop www.gameonwithjack.shop, S-H-O-P. We've got some new ebooks up there. Uh, the latest one, I think, deals with stress, which is a topic that I think just about any man can, uh, any person, and definitely any, any man can identify with, and we all struggle with it. And, you know, a little bit of, a, a little bit of, of guidance is always helpful. So make sure you swing by there and pick up your ebooks. They're all on sale. Um, I think the stress one may not be, but check it out. You owe it to yourself. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, talking about careers, talking about business, talking about being successful and, you know, whether you're starting your career or you're looking to make a significant impact in your current role, these six steps will provide you with valuable insights to achieve success. And, you know, it's like, what is success? And I think that's very important. Um, a very important discussion to have with yourself first and foremost before you talk with your spouse or partner or, or kids or, or family or whatever or what have you because at the end of the day it's you and you you know um and if you're trying to be successful in a job as defined by other people and it's not a definition that you agree with or align yourself with you're going to be miserable you could be making seven figures and you're going to be miserable and you want to make sure that you are happy and satisfied going to work. Think how long we spend at work. How much time do we give of our lives at a job? 
how much time do you spend going? You know, whether it be by, uh, you got to fly or you have to drive or you have to take a train or whatever. Uh, how much time do you spend in your day going to a place that's called work? And if you hate your job, how sad and terrible is that? How much time do you spend like, you know, like lambs walking to the slaughterhouse? Like, and I'm not trying to paint such a, a grim view of work. Um, cause we all work, you know, there's that great quote though. If you, if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life. So, I mean, some people agree with that. Some people don't, but I mean, it, life is short guys. And if you don't know that, take it from me and all it takes is for you to, to lose someone close to you or to see somebody that you worked with or, or met once at work or something. And you hear the story like, Hey man, do you hear about so-and-so? And then, you know, they, they died this weekend or they, you know, and, or the guy diagnosed with this or that. And you just think like, shit, man, like who in their last moment of their life thinks I should have sent out that last email or I should have gone to one more meeting. Like nobody does that. You think about the important things in your life, your family, your, your, your friends, uh, or just putting together the people that love you and the people that you love, the things that you accomplish, the things that, you know, hopefully it's not a bunch of regrets that you wish you would have accomplished stuff, but um, you know, those are the things that you're going to reflect on. And if you can be successful at your job and happy, right? Because if you define success to be A, B, and C, and you hit A, B, and C, then you're not, you're not only successful, but you're happy. Then like, how much better is that? So that when you do retire or when you do, you know, shuffle off this mortal coil, as Shakespeare says, when you die, you won't have any, any work regrets that are going to, you know, weigh on your soul as you, uh, you know, as you transition. And maybe it's not even death, but like when you retire or leave a job or quit, whatever it is, you want to be able to leave with a, with a light heart and, you know, with more smiles on your face than tears in your eyes. Damn, that was good. Um, so definitely, let, let's jump into this right now. Number one, and these aren't in, necessar- in any necessary order. They're not necessarily like, you know, do this first, do this second. But, here, you know, they're just, I like to number things. So uh, number one, set clear goals. You cannot achieve success in any job without knowing what it is that you're striving for. Like, what are you aiming at? All right. So the first step towards achieving success in any job is setting clear goals. And you can start by identifying what you want to achieve in your role uh, and break it up into two categories, short term and long term. So if you are the CEO or if you're the, the custodian or if you're the parking lot attendant, whoever you are, set some clear goals. Like, What do you want to achieve? in this job? What do you want to achieve this week? What do you want to achieve this month? What do you want to achieve today? Okay, so you got short-term and long-term goals. And so when you have this clear vision of your goals, you can create a roadmap for success. And that's the beautiful thing about success. We can all get there. We can all be successful, but none of us will get there without a roadmap. We can't just stumble through and, and hope to get lucky. If you have you know, I'm not even saying it's a roadmap that's like, well, I'm going to do A and then A1 and then A2. Sometimes your roadmap are like three giant 
uh, steps you have to take. And then in between those steps, you're going to fill it in as you go along. That's fine. Your roadmap doesn't have to be so, you know, so connect the dot that it's almost like robotic or, um, or uh, automated for you. you. You can have some wiggle room, some gray area in there, but you got to have a roadmap for success. And that is based by, based on clearing, you know, setting clear goals. So remember to make your goal specific. Um, you know, not just like, oh, I want to be better in, in accounting. Like, what does that mean? You know, I, I want to file my monthly reports on time. You know, uh, I want to file all my monthly reports by the third week of the month. Like, boom, that's, that's specific. Okay. You want goals that are measurable. So you want to be able to go, okay, well, um, I was going to do the reports by the third week of the month. Last year, I tried this and I was able to get 10 months out of 12 on time, right? So you can measure it. You want goals that are attainable. You don't want to say one of my goals that I want to achieve <laughs> short term is I want to, you know, grow wings and fly off the rooftop. Well, that's going to be a short term goal when you try it. But you want, you know, you don't want to set yourself up for failure. You want goals that you can hit. Um, and maybe you might have to evolve in terms of who you are. You might have to take a class. You might have to get a mentor. You might have to learn some new skills to attain those goals. And that's fine. But you want goals that are within your reach or maybe just outside, just outside your reach. So where you have to stretch a little bit and grow to hit them. Uh, your goal should be relevant. You know, if you work in, in HR, you should not have goals that are, you know, more so about um, you know, your, your budget reports, you know, you want goals that are going to be relevant to your role and your position and, and the success that you're, you're defining for that. And you want time bound goals. You don't want to say, well, I'm going to, I'm going to get those reports in at the end of the month on time. Okay. When like the third Friday, uh, two days before the, they're due, you want something that's bound by time because all these things, Having goals that are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound, they also give you a sense of accountability, okay? So you can't just, like, throw out lofty ideas and then not get them done and just go, oh, well, they were it was too hard. I was never going to do that anyway. Well, it's like, you know, it's like grabbing fog. You, you, can't, you can't obtain those things because they're not concrete. So you want some, some solidity to your goals, and you want them clear. And so by setting clear goals, you can, uh, you can stay focused and motivated throughout, you know, this journey of success. Okay. So and that's step one, uh, set clear goals. Step two, continuously learn and develop. Yes. You are always on a journey of learning. If you didn't know that, surprise, <laughs> Jack is telling you, get your ass out there and start learning something. Um, yeah, like, you know, I've worked with a lot of people and I've worked with people who were easily twice my age, uh, you know, and some of those people felt more like they were three times my age. They had stopped learning. They had stopped growing. Some of those people felt like they could give me a run for my money, like we were the same age and they were literally twice my age because they had a hunger, a passion for growth, for learning, for developing. All right. So in order to excel in any job, it's so crucial to adopt a mindset of continuous learning and development. 
you want to be hungry, okay? You want to be hungry as hell. And to be a player, you got to you gotta stay hungry. You have to. I mean, look at, let's take sports. Some of the greatest players of all time stayed hungry. They practiced more than anybody, anybody else on the team. They, they wanted the ball. They wanted to play. They wanted the game-winning shot. And they learned, and they practiced, and they grew, and they were able to hit more three-pointers than they were able to hit last year because they practiced, and they grew, and they watched other people, and they learned. So you want to learn. You want to develop. You want to constantly be in that, that mindset. Um, put time and effort into expanding your knowledge and getting new skills that are going to be relevant to your field. And those new skills, you know, like back to point one about setting clear goals, you might have to get new skills to attain some of these goals. And that, that's fine. That's actually great because to get something you've never had, you have to be somebody you've never been. I know you're going to, I can hear you rolling your eyes out there, but no, that's real talk, man. Like you have to grow and the best way to grow is to develop new skills. And sometimes some of these skills may not necessarily be relevant to your field, but just like hobbies, you know, like I know people who suddenly started doing crossword puzzles and now they're like fucking smarter than everybody else <laughs> because like, as you learn physiologically, your brain routes new neural pathways and there's a benefit towards that. Your brain is growing. I mean, not inside your head, but it's, it's growing inside of itself. It's learning more. It's, it's developing more ways to achieve and look at the world and look at problems. So, you know, not just relevant to your field, but you also want to develop and grow outside of your field. Personally, you want to grow. If your job's offering some workshops, take them up on it. Take a, take some of those personal development workshops. Take some of those, um, you know, etiquette and the workplace, you know, in terms of like lunch and, and writing a resume, whatever. Stay hungry and, and, and learn, especially if it's a, a chance to learn that the company is paying for. Like don't, don't sleep on that, man. Don't sleep on that. Uh, take advantage of training programs, workshops, conferences, online resources, like all that stuff is being put in front of you. And, and we're fools if we let all of that just slip on bias. I uh, get feedback from your, your coworkers and even your, you know, your uh, supervisors and the people above you to identify areas that you can get better, that you can improve. And that might be kind of a tough talk, but seek out people who you know are going to give you what you need to know and not make you feel like a piece of shit. Okay. You want constructive criticism. You don't want to be bashed. Listen to this, you know, listen to their feedback and, and work on it. You know, if they say, well, in meetings, you're too quiet. You could communicate more. See if your company offers uh, workshops or classes on communication and take it. Okay. Work on that stuff. As you continuously enhance your skill set, you're going to become a valuable asset to your, your company, to your organization. And, you know, one of the great rules of thumb, if you want to make money, make people's lives easier and or solve a problem for them. And people will pay you for that. So become a valuable asset and more opportunities will appear for you. The company is going to say, hey, you know that... 
that guy over there is good, man. He he's suddenly like all of a sudden in these meetings, he's taking some some roles that were not necessarily in his job description, but he's helping out. You know, why don't we why don't we send him to that conference that that he wanted to go to, or why don't we I don't know why don't we invite him out to the company picnic? Like whatever the hell it is, doors are going to open up for you because you're becoming more and more important to your company. Step three, build strong relationships. Yes. Yes, player. <laughs> Talk. Listen. All right. So uh, success in any job is not just about your individual performance. It's about building strong relationships with your colleagues, your superiors, uh, the people maybe, quote unquote, underneath you uh, on the organization chart, maybe on your team and the clients. And here's the thing. When you build these relationships, do not be full of shit. Do not be disingenuous. Do not be, um, you know, do not be uh, a suck up. Do not be somebody who's just out there trying to grease the will of the people above you. You want to be sincere and kind to the people that outrank you and to the people that are taking out your garbage. So there, there is no class. Nobody's better than anybody else. Nobody is more due of respect than anybody else. Everybody's to be respected. Everybody's to be considered. Everybody is worthy, right? So if you're going to try and build relationships just with people who can promote you or, you know, get you a, a on the job award or on the spot award or something, you're full of shit. You need to look at yourself. Knock that off. Um, you want to cultivate positive, supportive network within your workplace. Part of building strong relationships is not only that people will listen to you and hear you, but that you will be the person that listens and hears other people. You want to collaborate. I know we all hate teamwork and group projects, but jump into that shit. All right. Say, hey, this is a team. I'll work on it. I'll show up for this team project and see if I can add anything. Uh, don't be little people's ideas. Support people. Build people up. Be the person that everybody wants on their team, even if it's not anything about your job. Uh, be the person that that everybody feel com feels comfortable coming to you to get your insight, to get your opinion. And you get that by listening to people. Not just hearing them, but listening. Not waiting to talk, but listening. Okay, that is very, very key. Very few people listen. Every well, not everybody. If, if you have a, a hearing um, impairment, but most people can hear. Very few people listen. All right, most people can hear. Very few people listen. You want to be one of those people who can listen because people will will pick up on that, and and you will become very invaluable to the company. As you build these strong relationships, you want to be respectful. You know. Don't try and, and yuck it up and be Mr. Funny Guy and, and ripping on people or cracking on people. That's annoying as shit. Knock that off. You want to be empathetic. People are going through tough times. You know, life happens to all of us. Somebody might come by. It might be your boss. might come by and just say, hey, you know, it's I got the news. My dad ain't doing so good. Stop what you're doing. Shut the fuck up. Listen. This is a, this is a real moment. This is a human trying to connect with another human because they need a sense of community in this moment, even if it's a community of just two people. Be empathetic. 
don't say, well, I know what you're talking about because my mom, nope. Because my, my dad, nope. Be quiet. And just say, hey, I'm, I'm here, man. I'm listening. Like, talk. That's it. That's one of the major keys to empathy. You, you ain't got to solve the problem. You, you, you're not going to do the surgery for their parent or whoever, but you're just listening. All right. So that's important. And, um, you know, if you can build this strong network at work, and it's going to be weird because strong relationships and networks at a company are usually based upon personal connectivity. It's not going to be because you filed that report faster. It's not going to be because, you know, you um, you showed up to the meeting earlier. I mean, those things help. But it's going to be because people can relate to you as a human being, not as, you know, uh, Bob from accounting or, or, or Jose from, from HR. It's going to be because Bob's cool and Bob listens or, you know, Jose's, Jose's good when you, you need to pick somebody's brain for a solution for anything. So you want to build those professional relationships, but they'll be based off of kind of like personal infrastructure. And that can lead towards mentorship opportunities, career advancement, and just increased job satisfaction. All right. So we've got three down. We got three to go. Number four, take initiative and uh, be proactive. So, you know, a lot of times at work, things happen to us and, and we bitch about it, right? We're like, oh, you know, how did I get stuck being put on this team? How to get stuck with this project? Um, uh, you know, oh man, so and so left, and now they're reassigning all these duties. I hope I don't get stuck with it. Blah blah, whatever. Now, be proactive, take initiative, and and absorb some of these things before they get put on top of you. All right. Now, that doesn't mean you want to run around catching every damn thing out there. Like, oh, I'll take this, I'll take that, because then you get spread too thin. But if there is a, you know, let's say you work in, you know, in a law firm, and somebody's retiring or leaving. And there's all these cases up for grabs. It might be a tough case, but you think you can you can do it justice? Go in there and say, I'll take that case. And they're like, what? You know how hard that is? Like, yeah, but, I, you know, it had to go to somebody. I know everybody's kind of dreading it. Let me take a stab at it. So be proactive. Take the initiative. Maybe it's something, you know, a little less outside of your uh, your lane. But it's like, hey, we're looking for somebody to run um, – our uh, our community outreach program, and you're like, all right, I'd like to do that. I'll take it. And they're like, what? Well, no, I'll, I'll take it. So like that shows that you think outside the box, that you don't have to be told, uh, that you're willing to volunteer and and help out because that's viewed very much as helping the company and helping the people you work with and work for, and that you don't wait for instructions or opportunities to come your way, but that you make opportunities. Okay and that you seek opportunities out. And that's that's very impressive to uh, your organization. That, you know, that person is looked at as, as a go-getter. So take on new projects, propose new ideas, um, be willing to go the extra mile. Now, I'm not saying work yourself to death, but, you know, go the extra mile. You might be able to do a little bit more than normal and and still maintain your work-life balance, right? So when you demonstrate this willingness to take on challenges, you're going to showcase things like ambition, problem-solving skills, which every company wants, and dedication. 
And if you do these things without seeking glory, like, hey, hey, I got, you know, we were trying to get that, that, uh, that, that Asian American month celebration off. And, and I took it and I did and it was great. Look at me, look at me. Or, you know, we, we were going to do the, the LGBTQ, uh, luncheon. I did it. Look at me. It was great. No, do it. And then don't expect anything and don't bring it up. Let your success speak for itself and watch how your company starts to look at you. Regardless of where you work, regardless of what it is. Um, proactive people are, are often in the spotlight at a company. They're often, uh, they often stand out at a company and they're recognized for their contributions. And when their success is, is legit and they don't have to run out there, you know, chest beating and telling everybody how great they are, they're going to get recognized to the point that everybody's going to go, Oh my God, it's him again. And, and you can be like, nah, I, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to get a plaque. I don't need to have a special or whatever, but it's going to come your way because of the, of the style in which you are succeeding at your job. Uh, number five, embrace adaptability and resilience. Uh, the world's changing, folks. If, if the last couple of years has taught us nothing else, it's that the world can change fast, right? Um, technology, um, the world's got a lot smaller, uh, social interactions, communication, all these things have shrunk in the world dramatically. And the work environment of today's world rapidly changes. You know, a couple of years ago, we were all in the office. Then for two years, we were, we were remote, working from home, remote. We were teleworking, telecommuting. Then we crept back in and some places are saying, let's keep it. Some places are saying, let's go 100%. Some places are saying, nope, come back to work. Like this environment of a workplace can change fast. And if you can adapt, if you can uh, ride the waves, you, you can be resilient. There's, there's nothing that you can't do. So guys, if you can embrace change and be open to new ideas and approaches, um, companies will, they recognize that, um, life has changed, right? And so there's going to be times when it could be something as simple as hell. You, <laughs> you get different pins and instead of the old pins or, or this construction down the street, like, if you're one of those people who can just go, okay, well, you know, that's different. So we'll just roll with it. Companies will love you. If you're one of those people who just is going to sit there and bitch at every single change, the company's going to hate you. That's, and that's just, that's just the truth. Cause nobody wants to put up with that. <coughs> Excuse me. Everybody is rattled by change. I mean, it's just, it's a natural reaction. And the, the animal side of us, and as much as the human side of us likes things to stay the way they are, you know, we learn a pattern and we learn how to stay safe and alive. Don't, don't mess with it. Leave it alone. So when changes do happen and change is the only constant, right? Nobody wants to hear a bunch of bitching and moaning because it doesn't make anybody feel any better. Actually, it just caused the opposite. We just all feel worse because now we're all, you know, in a communal, uh, bitching and moaning session. But if you can adapt to it, and and whether it be setbacks or failures of a project, you can find a solution. You can think outside the box. You can morph around the problem and find the answer. 
that's like that's that's priceless to a company. So when you come up against an issue, when you come up against that project failing, when you come up against um, some type of of obstacle or change, don't see it as the end all be all. See it as an opportunity to learn something and grow. All right, because the ability to learn, the ability to grow, we don't lose that because we've gotten older. We choose to lose it. Okay, I think it's a great Picasso quote. Um, we don't grow old. We don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. I think I got that right. Yeah. So keep playing, you know, keep playing the game, keep playing the game of learning, keep playing that game of having a curiosity about everything, about everybody that you come in that you meet. And not like a weird way of like, oh my gosh, where do you live? Kind of curiosity, but could be something as simple as like like that's a nice pin. Where'd you get that? Oh, I got it from so so. Okay, is is actually you know do you like nice pins? Because you know maybe I'm thinking about picking up my like show curiosity about things. Show that ability to grow and take that ability to grow and adapt and put it towards adaptability and resilience. Okay, develop the ability to bounce back from challenges and remain optimistic. There's so much damn pessimism in the world. Here's here's the truth about pessimism. It's really just a way to protect yourself from what you're afraid of. And it is the most cowardice part of ourselves. To be optimistic is really to be brave. Because there's a possibility you could be dead ass wrong. <laughs> and it don't work out. Pessimists are like, well, it ain't going to work out. And if it does work out, they'll be like, well, wait till next time. Like, you can never be wrong about being pessimist, about being pessimistic if you're a pessimist. So be optimistic. If you run into a setback, bounce back from it, learn from it. Hell, you can even go into your boss or whatever and say, hey, that project fell apart, but I did write up what, what I feel like we learned as a company, what I learned as, as being part of the team. And here it is if you want to read it. Like that shows initiative, that shows accountability, and those are all things that people look for in their employees and their coworkers and their team leaders, et cetera. So remember, setbacks are not permanent, unless they got your ass fired. <laughs> if they got your ass fired, then that's really just permanent for that company, but who knows what they just opened you up for. But anyway, every project has hiccups, <clears throat> excuse me, every group uh, group work or teamwork has has failings. Um, don't view those as permanent. Work around them. Work through them. Work over them. Maintain that positive mindset that you can figure this out, that you will figure it out. In a way, like, oh, I've already figured this out. I just got to connect to that part. I got to get there. I, I, I'm headed there. I'm going to be the me when I am that figures this shit out. That kind of mindset is going to help you overcome obstacles, going to help you achieve success, and going to help you really, like, kick ass, right? So uh, that was number five. Last but not least, number six of the six steps to help you gain success regardless of whatever job you have. Um, you know, in, in today's, or just say tonight's how-to from Jackson Stewart and Game Out with Jack, um, Prioritize work-life balance and well-being. And I know especially, you know, with the pandemic, we heard things like self-care and, and work-life. These were terms that already existed, but because of the state of the world and the state of 
employment and companies and, and how much tension and anxiety was in the air, those terms were brought to the forefront, and rightfully so. But as we have backed off from, from the pandemic, as numbers have dropped and, and, and cases have lessened and, and so on and so forth, the terms have retreated also, well-being, work-life balance, self-care. So you have to have work-life balance. You can do everything you want to do. You can do anything you want to do. But when you start to feel stressed, anxious, depressed, you know, um, just wound up and out of sorts, it's a good chance you're out of balance. It's a good chance that all these things that you normally can do, and even more of these things you can do, you can conquer the world. But if on the other side of the equation, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not getting sufficient sleep, you're not eating right, you're not exercising, you're not uh, engaging your brain, you're not doing things that, that lift up your, your soul and raise your vibration, however you want to say it, then you're going to be a, a giant pain in the ass to everybody, you know, including yourself. Okay, so you got to prioritize the work-life balance. It's essential for long-term success on any job. Take care of your physical body, your mental health, because all of these things directly impact your performance and productivity at home and in the office, uh, you know, where you're trying to succeed. Set boundaries between work and personal life. I know a lot of companies now are like, oh, yeah, you get a company cell phone. Oh, that's great. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, it's called a digital leash. Once you're off the clock, unless it's stated that you are to be available 24 hours a day, put the damn phone in your, your laptop case and, and then pick it up when you got to charge it up in the morning. But do not think that you have to be on call, unless that's your job, 24 hours a day. So set boundaries. You know, I'm not on call, so when I get home at 6, I'm, I'm off the clock. People call me, send me emails or questions. I'll wait till in the morning, okay? Um, you know, don't miss life events for work if it's avoidable. Oh, there's that project. I want to be there for the presentation, but it's my kid's birthday. Like, screw that shit. Come on now. Balance yourself, all right? Allow yourself time for a personal life. Allow yourself time for relaxation, for hobbies, for spending quality time with loved ones, including time with yourself. And you might think, oh, that's that's all, you know, that's dumb because I got to close this report. I got to, if you don't take care of yourself, you are going to break. Whether it be a psychotic snap, whether it be physio physically, you're going to break and, and get sick. Whatever it is, um, there's no job worth, worth dying over like that. All right? So all these people who are like, oh, but I'm ultra successful and I not close that deal. But I'll ask them, well, you know, how much family time did that cost you? How much personal time did that cost you? What's your blood pressure like? Like, we got to stop treating our health like it's separate. Your physical health, your mental health, your emotional health. It's you in totality, and it cannot be sifted in the three different categories. You are one entity with multiple facets and layers, every layer as important as the other. If you were having a heart attack, you'd take your ass to the hospital, wouldn't you? Well, if you're stressed out, take your ass to a therapist. Go talk to a counselor. Get a physical, all right? Know where you are body-wise, and, and work on yourself. Treat yourself like you are the most important person in your life because you are the most important person in your life. 
not your partner, not your spouse, not, not your kids, not your parents, because without you, none of those people have you. So you got to take care of yourself. All right. So, you know, remember a healthy and balanced lifestyle is key to success, both at home and in the workplace. Guys, there you go. Those are my six steps for being successful in any workplace, in any job, anywhere. Um, so that brings us to the end of the show. Once again, I hope you guys really liked everything and follow me on all the platforms, YouTube, Patreon, and Twitter. All those are Game On With Jack. Hit that player shop, get yourself a nice ebook and, uh, and, and evolve and grow like I was just talking about. That's GameOnWithJack.shop. And, uh, building up the, the, um, building up the email list, but better yet, let me say it this way, guys. Confidence is the number one sexiest quality any man can have. Um, I've interviewed tons of models and, and sexy influencers and so on. And they all say a man with confidence is better than the guy with a six pack or a guy with a, with a bands, a guy with a million and the bank account, a man who's confident. That's where it's at. You need to be more confident. We could all use a little bit more confidence and you got to make sure that you are confident, not arrogant. How do you know that? Because if you go to gameonwithjack.aweb, A-W-E-B as in boy, dot page, P-A-G-E, send me your email, sign up for the, uh, sign up for the Game On With Jack subscriber list, and you get free. You get instructions for the 15 confidence commandments immediately. So we got to get more confident. Go to gameonwithjack.aweb.page and sign up and get your copy for free so it's always a pleasure gentlemen you uh invited me in and listened to me talk and thank you for getting these six steps let me know what you think let me know if these steps work for you if they have worked for you and so on and most importantly keep it sexy see you next week and um yeah game on <laughs>